Hi everyone, welcome to another online worship experience with Beacon Church. I'm delighted you've taken the time to join us today. Really appreciate you tuning in. This is the part of our Sunday gathering where we take a moment to read from the Bible and allow it just to speak to our hearts. And so that's what we are going to be doing over the next moments. I'm going to share today from a topic, open eyes, open eyes. And uh, pray with me for a moment, and I'll tell you why I have decided to title my talk, Open Eyes, today. I'll read a a few bits from the Bible and then share some thoughts with you. So pray with me, please, as we go into the Word of God today. Father God, thank you so much that we have the opportunity to come together and read from the Scripture and allow it to speak to our hearts. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will speak to our hearts today. Let our faiths rise as a result of what we're going to hear today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I've titled today uh, today's talk, Open Eyes, because one of the things I believe we as followers of Jesus Christ need is a fresh perspective, a fresh revelation, where not necessarily saying we're blind, but to actually see things in a new light. And every time our eyes are open to new things, there are new things that we will receive and old things that will leave our lives. And so my prayer for you today is that you will have open eyes to see things afresh and for certain things to check out of your life. So what are the things that I'd love for God to open our eyes? And so I've got three things and here's, here's the first one. It says here in my notes that I've made, ask God to open your eyes to see your portion that will deliver you from discontentment. Ask God to open your eyes to see your portion that will deliver you from discontentment. You see, we can go through life just looking at what other people have, the cars other people drive, the jobs other people have, the houses other people have, the families that other people have. And if we're not careful, we can live the rest of our lives discontent because we're forever comparing ourselves with what other people have. But if we ask God to open our eyes for us to see our portion, the fact that God has blessed us, that God has uniquely created us, wired us in a very specific, unique, special way, then we will learn to celebrate who we are, how we are wired, how we are made, what God has given us, rather than live the rest of our life discontent at what we don't have and what other people have. Let me read to you from Psalm chapter 16, starting from verse 5. It says this, O Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. Let me read that again. Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. It says in these verses that we've just read that God is our portion. God is our cup. Hey, the one thing that you can never lose in your life is the love of God. It is yours and it is permanently yours. And the psalm writer says, oh God, you are my portion and my cup. You make my Lord secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. That's talking about the past. 
surely I have a delightful inheritance that's talking about the future. Sometimes, my friend, you and I have discontent in our lives because we are threatened by the blessings other people have. But my prayer for you today is that your eyes will be open just like this songwriter's eyes were open and you can also say these words, God, you are my portion. You are my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places and surely I have a delightful inheritance. My prayer for you is that you will learn to see that God has a portion for you. God has a blessing for you. God has an inheritance for you. The boundary lines have fallen for you in pleasant places. That the things that are coming your way are good things. And you will stop comparing yourselves with other people and their blessing. And then live with the discontentment that you don't have what other people have. So open eyes. Open eyes to see your portion so that you and I can get over discontentment. Second thing I'd love for us to have open eyes is just ask God to open our eyes concerning the plan of God. Because when God opens our eyes concerning the plan of God, it will deliver us from apathy. Apathy is when, you know, you just go through life and you can't really be bothered. You're not for it, against it. You know, you're neither here nor there. And you're just, just floating through life. And sometimes we can become like that, just apathetic to life. But if you have, a, have, a, have open eyes concerning the plan of God, you can never be apathetic. You can never be like, oh, you know what? It doesn't bother me. I don't care. You and I will be driven by passion. Listen to what it says in Jeremiah chapter 29, starting from verse 10. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I come to you. I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to the place, this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you back from all the nations and places where I've banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from where I carried you into exile. God is writing to some prisoners of war. He's saying, hey, you're a prisoner of war right now in Babylon, but I want you to live not apathetic, but excited because I have a plan to prosper you. I have a plan to bring you back. I have a plan to restore you. And I want you to seek me with all your heart. Why? Because there's a plan. And today, if you have no drive, if you have no energy, if you have no life flowing through your veins, if there is no spring in your step, it's because you have been deceived by the enemy to think that God does not have a plan to prosper you. Hey, if in the old covenant, under old promises, God had a plan for prisoners of war, then you and I as a child of God living in this day and age, God has a plan for you. And my prayer for you today is that your eyes will be open to see that plan so that you and I will be delivered from apathy, but live intentional, spirit-filled, excited, positive, energy-given, energy-driven lives because we know that God's plans for us are good and not plans for evil. Here's the last thing I'd love for us to have open eyes. The first thing, of course, what I said was our portion. Second thing was the plan. And the third thing is that God should just open our eyes concerning God's people. I want to read to you a story from Jonah chapter 4. 
uh, actually it's not the whole story, but a few verses, <coughs> excuse me, from Jonah chapter 4. Verse 9 says, then God said to Jonah, is it right for you to be angry because the plant died? Yes, Jonah retorted, even angry enough to die. Then the Lord said, you feel sorry about the plant, although you did nothing to put it there. It came quickly and died quickly. But Nineveh has more than 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness, not to mention all the animals. Shouldn't I feel sorry for such a great city? You see, if God gives us uh, open eyes concerning God's people, it will deliver us from selfishness. You see, Jonah was angry because he was inconvenienced that God had used him to bless people. And he was really angry that God was saying one day that he was going to destroy them and the next day he decided to forgive them. It didn't really please him because he was really concerned about his own uh, his own comfort, uh, his own reputation, and he didn't quite like the fact that God had a heart for people. Do you know that the Bible encourages us to love our enemies, to pray for those who persecute us, that God's heart and desire for every individual on earth is that they will come to a loving, wonderful relationship with their heavenly Father. And you and I need to have open eyes to see that God's plan, not just for us, but for every individual, every man, every boy, every woman, every girl on this planet is a good plan. And when we have open eyes, we will be delivered from selfishness. And I wonder how many of us sometimes like Jonah can look at other people and say, hey, it's not fair. They don't pray as much as I do. They don't fast. They don't give. They don't serve. But look at them. They've got no worries. They seem to be fine. Here I am serving, loving, giving, sacrificing, doing everything. And I've got nothing. You know why we feel that way? We feel that way because we don't have open eyes to see that God loves them too that God is good to them too do you know that God even loves the people that irritate you he is a good God and God does not need your permission to bless other people and my prayer for you today is that God will give us open eyes to have a fresh revelation concerning God's people because when we have that it delivers us from selfishness so let's do a quick recap when we have a revelation of God's portion it delivers us from discontent contentment when we have a revelation of God's plan it delivers us from apathy and when we have a revelation of God's people it delivers us from selfishness and my prayer for you today is that you will have open eyes to see his plan to see his portion and to see his people because I believe living that way is the best way to live. Let me pray with you for a moment and ask God to give you open eyes this week that you will see his plan, his people, and his portion. Father God, thank you so much for the opportunity to gather around your word. I pray today you will give us open eyes, open eyes to see your plan. And when we see your plan, I thank you that apathy will go and we will live with intentionality in our lives. Thank you for open eyes to see your, your people. And when we see your people, thank you that selfishness will check out of our lives. Thank you for open eyes to see your portion. And when we see your portion, Lord, thank you that discontentment will leave. And we will be grateful because you have blessed us. Surely you've given us inheritance that's great. And the boundary lines have fallen for us in pleasant places. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, I want to give you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus. If you've never made a decision to be a follower of Jesus Christ, today is a great day to do that. You ask me, well, how can I do that? The Bible says, if you will believe in your heart 
that Jesus died, and if you'll confess with your mouth that he was risen from the dead, then you will be saved. I have to give you an opportunity today just to pray with you. If you'd like to, why don't you pray with me with just simple faith in your heart. Say these words with me. Say, Jesus, I believe that you died and that you rose again. I give you my life and I receive yours. From today, I am a child of God. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've prayed that prayer with just simple faith in your heart, I believe you have become a follower of Jesus Christ. I would love to help you take your next steps, connect you to the Beacon Church family. Why don't you reach out to us through our website or our social media pages, and we will love to get to know you. Hey, if this video has been a blessing to you, why don't you share it with a friend? It might bless them too. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in, and I hope to see you again soon. God bless. Hi everyone, welcome to another online worship experience with Beacon Church. I'm delighted you've taken the time to join us today. Really appreciate you tuning in. This is the part of our Sunday gathering where we take a moment to read from the Bible and allow it just to speak to our hearts. And so that's what we are going to be doing over the next few moments. I'm going to share today from a topic, open eyes, open eyes. And uh, pray with me for a moment, and I'll tell you why I have decided to title my talk, Open Eyes, today. I'll read a a few bits from the Bible and then share some thoughts with you. So pray with me, please, as we go into the Word of God today. Father God, thank you so much that we have the opportunity to come together and read from the Scripture and allow it to speak to our hearts. We pray in the name of Jesus that you will speak to our hearts today. Let our faiths rise as a result of what we're going to hear today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, I've titled today uh, today's talk, Open Eyes, because one of the things I believe we as followers of Jesus Christ need is a fresh perspective, a fresh revelation, where not necessarily saying we're blind, but to actually see things in a new light. And every time our eyes are open to new things, there are new things that we will receive, and old things that will leave our lives. And so my prayer for you today is that you will have open eyes to see things afresh and for certain things to check out of your life. So what are the things that I'd love for God to open our eyes? And so I've got three things, and here's, here's the first one. It says here in my notes that I've made, ask God to open your eyes to see your portion that will deliver you from discontentment. Ask God to open your eyes to see your portion that will deliver you from discontentment. You see, we can go through life just looking at what other people have, the cars other people drive, the jobs other people have, the houses other people have, the families that other people have. And if we're not careful, we can live the rest of our lives discontent because we're forever comparing ourselves with what other people have But if we ask God to open our eyes for us to see our portion, the fact that God has blessed us, that God has uniquely created us, wired us in a very specific, unique, special way, then we will learn to celebrate who we are, how we are wired, how we are made, what God has given us, rather than live the rest of our life discontent at what we don't have and what other people have. Let me read to you from Psalm chapter 16, starting from verse 5. It says this, 
O Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. Let me read that again. Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. It says in these verses that we've just read that God is our portion. God is our cup. Hey, the one thing that you can never lose in your life is the love of God. It is yours and it is permanently yours. And the psalm writer says, oh God, you are my portion and my cup. You make my Lord secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. That's talking about the past. Surely I have a delightful inheritance that's talking about the future. Sometimes, my friend, you and I have discontent in our lives because we are threatened by the blessings other people have. But my prayer for you today is that your eyes will be open just like this songwriter's eyes were open. And you can also say these words. God, you are my portion. You are my cup. You make my Lord secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. And surely I have a delightful inheritance. My prayer for you is that you will learn to see that God has a portion for you. God has a blessing for you. God has an inheritance for you. The boundary lines have fallen for you in pleasant places. That the things that are coming your way are good things. And you will stop comparing yourselves with other people and their blessing. And then live with the discontentment that you don't have what other people have. So open eyes. Open eyes to see your portion so that you and I can get over discontentment. Second thing I'd love for us to have open eyes is just ask God to open our eyes concerning the plan of God. Because when God opens our eyes concerning the plan of God, it will deliver us from apathy. Apathy is when, you know, you just go through life and you can't really be bothered. You're not for it, against it. You know, you're neither here nor there. And you're just, just floating through life. And sometimes we can become like that, just apathetic to life. But if you have, a, have, a, have open eyes concerning the plan of God, you can never be apathetic. You can never be like, oh, you know what? It doesn't bother me. I don't care. You and I will be driven by passion. Listen to what it says in Jeremiah chapter 29, starting from verse 10. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I come to you. I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to the place, this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you back from all the nations and places where I've banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from where I carried you into exile. God is writing to some prisoners of war. He's saying, hey, you are a prisoner of war right now in 
Babylon. But I want you to live not apathetic, but excited. Because I have a plan to prosper you. I have a plan to bring you back. I have a plan to restore you. And I want you to seek me with all your heart. Why? Because there's a plan. And today, if you have no drive, if you have no energy, if you have no life flowing through your veins, if there is no spring in your step, it's because you have been deceived by the enemy to think that God does not have a plan to prosper you. Hey, if in the old covenant, under old promises, God had a plan for prisoners of war, then you and I as a child of God living in this day and age, God has a plan for you. And my prayer for you today is that your eyes will be open to see that plan so that you and I will be delivered from apathy, but live intentional, spirit-filled, excited, positive, energy-given, energy-driven lives because we know that God's plans for us are good and not plans for evil. Here's the last thing I'd love for us to have open eyes. The first thing, of course, what I said was our portion. Second thing was the plan. And the third thing is that God should just open our eyes concerning God's people. I want to read to you a story from Jonah chapter 4. Uh, Actually, it's not this whole story, but a few verses, (coughs) excuse me, from Jonah chapter 4. Verse 9 says, Then God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry because the plant died? Yes, Jonah retorted, even angry enough to die. Then the Lord said, You feel sorry about the plant, although you did nothing to put it there. It came quickly and died quickly. But Nineveh has more than 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness, not to mention all the animals. Shouldn't I feel sorry for such a great city? You see, if God gives us uh, open eyes concerning God's people, it will deliver us from selfishness. You see, Jonah was angry because... He was inconvenienced that God had used him to bless people. And he was really angry that God was saying one day that he was going to destroy them. And the next day he decided to forgive them. He didn't really please him because he was really concerned about his own uh, own comfort, uh, his own reputation. And he didn't quite like the fact that God had a heart for people. Do you know that the Bible encourages us to love our enemies, to pray for those who persecute us, that God's heart and desire for every individual on earth is that they will come to a loving, wonderful relationship with their heavenly father. And you and I need to have open eyes to see that God's plan, not just for us, but for every individual, every man, every boy, every woman, every girl on this planet is a good plan. And when we have open eyes, we will be delivered from selfishness. And I wonder how many of us sometimes, like Jonah, can look at other people and say, hey, it's not fair. They don't pray as much as I do. They don't fast. They don't give. They don't serve. But look at them. They've got no worries. They seem to be fine. Here I am serving, loving, giving, sacrificing, doing everything, and I've got nothing. You know why we feel that way? We feel that way because we don't have open eyes to see that God loves them too, that God is good to them too. Do you know that God even loves the people that irritate you? He is a good God, and God does not need your permission to bless other people. And my prayer for you today is that God will give us open eyes to have a fresh revelation concerning God's people, because when we have that, it delivers us from selfishness. So let's do a quick recap. When we have a revelation of God's portion, it delivers us 
from discontentment. When we have a revelation of God's plan, it delivers us from apathy. And when we have a revelation of God's people, it delivers us from selfishness. And my prayer for you today is that you will have open eyes to see his plan, to see his portion, and to see his people. Because I believe living that way is the best way to live. Let me pray with you for a moment and ask God to give you open eyes this week that you will see his plan, his people, and his portion. Father God, thank you so much for the opportunity to gather around your word. I pray today you will give us open eyes, open eyes to see your plan. And when we see your plan, I thank you that apathy will go and we will live with intentionality in our lives. Thank you for open eyes to see your your people. And when we see your people, thank you that selfishness will check out of our lives. Thank you for open eyes to see your portion. And when we see your portion, Lord, thank you that discontentment will leave. And we will be grateful because you have blessed us surely. You've given us inheritance that's great. And the boundary lines have fallen for us in pleasant places. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, I want to give you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus. If you've never made a decision to be a follower of Jesus Christ, today is a great day to do that. You ask me, well, how can I do that? The Bible says, if you will believe in your heart that Jesus died, and if you'll confess with your mouth that he was risen from the dead, then you will be saved. I have to give you an opportunity today just to pray with you. If you'd like to, why don't you pray with me with just simple faith in your heart. Say these words with me. Say, Jesus... I believe that you died and that you rose again. I give you my life and I receive yours. From today, I am a child of God. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've prayed that prayer with just simple faith in your heart, I believe you have become a follower of Jesus Christ. I would love to help you take your next steps, connect you to the Beacon Church family. Why don't you reach out to us through our website or our social media pages and we will love to get to know you. Hey, if this video has been a blessing to you, why don't you share it with a friend? It might bless them too. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune in. And I hope to see you again soon. God bless.